Just a poor wayfaring stranger traveling through this world below. There's no sickness, no toil, no danger in that bright land to which I go. I'm going there to see my father and all my loved ones who've gone on. I'm just going over Jordan. I'm just going over. dark clouds will gather round me I know my way is hard and steep but beauteous fields arise before me where God's redeemed their vigils keep I'm going there to see my mother. She said she'd meet me when I come. I'm just going over Jordan. I'm just going. I'm just going over home. I'm just going over home. Good afternoon for those who are in the sanctuary, those online. Hang on, the announcements are coming. <laughs> At Desert Hills, we celebrate. Grace. We make. Who? Okay, as you were, <laughs> I got a whole list. So, um, as you came in, um, back on February 11th and 12th, we did a congregational survey. The invitation was presented. I hope you got some of the results to that. The response was, was amazing. And so we continue to take and look between our members and friends, looking for opportunities to share their time and their life together at Desert Hills and pick up one of these. It was, it was really educational as far as all the things that you 
would like to have and sponsor and be part of the church so that we can continue to have the fellowship that we need and celebrate. This coming Wednesday, we're going to be having, again, our midweek Lenten services. Remember, the service starts at 7. There's a soup supper at 6. 6.45 is a hymn sing, so make sure that that's part of our Lenten journey. Can you believe, yes, Easter shows up. Easter lunch tickets go on sale this Monday. Easter is April 9th. Um, and the cost is $15, and the lunch will be at noon on Easter. With Easter lunch, you got to have Easter lilies, um, because those begin for sale on the 13th, Monday the 13th, which is this Monday. $15 for a donation. Donation envelopes will be at all the exit tables, front tables, and if you would like to have an Easter lily in memory of someone, please fill out that form. Pastor Mateo Chavez is offering Spanish classes um, beginning March 16th this week from 1 to 2. If you would like to learn a little bit of conversational Spanish, more than burrito, enchilada, and chimichanga, <laughs> um, <laughs> I make no apologies. That's my Spanish. Um, come, in, come in and just call the front desk just so that we can prepare and have enough materials. As if that wasn't enough, guess what? The Spring Choral Concert is happening this Thursday at 4 o'clock. As Pastor Mike said last week, don't show up at 4 o'clock expecting a seat. So please come and support the choirs and see the amazing things that they are doing in and amongst and around this place and sharing the music that they have. Espresso Yourself is on Friday, and it is going to be held at Madeira Sunrise at 9 a.m. Please make note of that. Fair estate sales, fair trade sales are next weekend. Also to put on your calendar, Ray Bozeman, we're going to be having his celebration of life on the 19th at 2 p.m. So remember all of Ray's family and your prayers on the 19th. As a public service announcement, um, for the rest of the country, what happens tomorrow? Daylight savings time. That is my public information announcement. There are a lot of things that happen around this place on a weekly basis. So please make sure you pick up the half sheet that also has all of the schedules and all of the times. At this time, I'd like to turn it over to Pastor Mike. Thank you. Today is new member weekend, so we are excited to be receiving new members at the various worship services over this weekend. And uh, today we get to introduce and receive our first uh, people coming into our congregation and community. So at this point, I invite those of you that are uh, being received this afternoon as new members to come forward. One of the things that we do, our new member classes, they are coming forward. New member class isn't really about being a member. It's about um, talking about discipleship. What does it mean to be a disciple of Jesus? And how can we here at Desert Hills help you in that process? So these individuals, along with all the other ones that were involved, we talked about what does it mean to be a disciple? What does it mean to celebrate and participate in grace? So it's been great to get to know them over these past several weeks. And again, I invite you to introduce yourself and make sure that they feel welcome uh, today after this service. I ask you now, as, new, as those willing to join this community, are you willing to continue this journey of faith through the life of this congregation? Okay, good. <laughs> Do you promise to live the best as you can as a disciple of, of Jesus? To worship regularly? To read your Bible? To pray? Discover and use your spiritual gifts? tell others about God's grace, to work for God's justice in the world, and to live generous lives in service to God's mission in the world? If so, answer yes by the help of God. Yes. But they do not join alone. Uh, this, we are in this journey together. So I invite you as those gathered here this afternoon to stand up as we join together in that same promise. Do you Promise to live as best you can as disciples of Jesus, to worship regularly, to read your Bible, to pray, discover and use your spiritual gifts, to tell others about God's grace and to work for God's justice in the world. 
and to live generous lives in service to God's mission in the world? If so, answer, yes, by the help of God. Let us pray. Holy and gracious God, we are just thankful for these individuals who are joining us on this journey of faith. We're thankful for all those who gather in this place, whether here in sanctuary or online. We are just thankful that you give us this community to work out our faith, to work out what it means to be your disciple, to struggle together, to pray together, to live together. Bless these new members and all of us who are gathered here to know your presence and your love. To celebrate grace. To know and hear that we are called to be your disciple. And through our discipleship, make a difference in the world. Bless us this day as we gather to worship and praise you. And may we feel your spirit and may your living water flow through us. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, now I want to welcome you as disciples with us here at Desert Hills Lutheran Church. May, we, may you be blessed in this relationship, and may we grow together as the body of Christ. Please welcome them. Life is like a mountain railroad with an engineer that's brave. We must make the run successful from the cradle to the grave. Watch the curves, the hills and tunnels Never falter, never fail Keep your hand upon the throttle And your eye upon the rail Blessed Savior, Thou will guide us Till we reach that blissful shore Where the way to join us in thy praise forevermore. You will roll up grades of trial. You will cross the bridge of strife. See that Christ is your conductor on this line and train of life. Always mindful of obstruction. Do your duty, never fail. Keep your hand upon the throttle and your eye upon the rail. Blessed Savior, thou will guide us till we reach that blissful shore where the angels wait to join us in thy praise. Look for storms of wind and rain On a fill or curve or trestle They will almost ditch your train Put your trust alone in Jesus Never falter, never fail Keep your hand upon the throttle Blessed Savior, Thou will guide us till we reach that blissful shore where the angels wait to join us in Thy praise forevermore. So go down to the river. There's a man who's walking on the water. Come along with me, for I want to see this man walking on the water. 
can make the lame walk. He can make the mule talk and open up the eyes of the blind. Let's all go down to the river. There's a man who's walking on the water. Come along with me, for I want to see this man walking on the water. Jesus is the man at the river, and he's washing people's sins away. He can save the soul if you give him control. Be ready for that judgment day. Let's all go down to the river. There's a man who's walking on the water. Come along with me, for I want to see this man walking on the water. Let's all go down to the river. There's a man who's walking on the water. Come along with me, for I want to see this man walking on the water. Please join in our litany, spoken responsively. Lent calls us to journey along the edge to anticipate that final trip to Jerusalem. Lent calls us to leave behind our burdens, our regrets, and our lack of trust in God, who calls us to new life. Lent calls us to take upon ourselves the intention of participating in the mystery of God. And calls us to confession, accountability, and preparation. Lent calls us to concentrate upon our baptism as a sign of new life. Lent calls us to face the darkness while trusting the presence of God. my bread upon the water by helping my brother struggling a life stormy seas I'll be sowing a good seed and following his lead that will set us set us all free well I picked up the good book and took me I really took that lesson to my heart. I cast my bread upon the water by helping my brother struggling our last stormy seas. I'll be sowing a good seed and following his lead. That'll set us, set us all free. Surviving, holding on, knowing. 
Today's first scripture reading is from the Gospel of John, the fourth chapter. Jesus left Judea and went back once more to Galilee. Now he had to go through Samaria. Jesus, tired as he was from the journey, sat down by the well. It was about noon. When a Samaritan woman came to draw water, Jesus said to her, Will you give me a drink? The Samaritan woman said to him, You are a Jew, and I am a Samaritan woman. How can you ask me for a drink? Jesus answered her, If you knew the gift of God and who it is that asks you for a drink, you would have asked him, and he would have given you living water. Sir, the woman said, You have nothing to draw, and the well is deep. Where can you get this living water? Are you greater than our father Jacob, who gave us the well and drank from it himself, as did also his sons and his livestock? Jesus answered, Everyone who drinks this water will be thirsty again, but whoever drinks the water I give them will never thirst. Indeed, the water I give them will become in them a spring of water welling up to eternal life, the woman said to him, Sir, give me this water so that I won't get thirsty and have to keep coming here to draw water. He told her, Go call your husband and come back. I have no husband, she replied. Jesus said to her, You are right when you say you have no husband. The fact is you have had five husbands, and the man you now have is not your husband. What you have said is quite true. Sir, the woman said, I can see that you are a prophet. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. Like the woman at the well, I was seeking. For things that could not satisfy But then I heard my Savior speaking Draw from my well That never shall run dry Fill my cup, Lord I lift it up, Lord Thirsting of my soul, bread of heaven, feed me till I want no more. Fill my cup, fill it up, and make me whole. There are millions in this world who are craving the pleasures things afford but none can match the wondrous treasure that I find in Jesus Christ my Lord fill my cup Lord I lift it up Lord come and quench this thirsting of my soul
Today's second scripture reading is continued from chapter 4. Just then his disciples returned and were surprised to find him talking with a woman. But no one asked, what do you want? Or why are you talking with her? Then leaving her water jar, the woman went back to the town and said to the people, come see a man who told me everything I ever did. Could this be the Messiah? They came out of the town and made their way toward him. Many of the Samaritans from the town believed in him because of the woman's testimony. He told me everything I ever did. So when the Samaritans came to him, they urged him to stay with them, and he stayed two days. And because of his words, many more became believers. They said to the woman, we no longer believe just because of what you said. Now we have heard for ourselves, and we know this man really is the Savior of the world. Gospel of the Lord. May the Holy Spirit fill you with life-giving water, so that you may thirst no more. Amen. Grace and peace to you, whether here in sanctuary or online this day. Today we have the story of the woman at the well, the Samaritan woman. And Samaritans and Jews never got along. They were relatives, they were cousins, but the Samaritans believed to worship God in one place, and the people of Israel believed you should worship God somewhere else. So Jesus oftentimes is used as Samaritans as a sign of God's kingdom being broader than what they imagined at that time. And today we hear the story of this woman. This story is really in contrast to what Pastor Craig preached last week, Nicodemus. Like we were told last week by Pastor Craig, Nicodemus came with questions about who Jesus was and what was Jesus' life going to mean. But for the writer of John, John oftentimes has used the contrast between darkness and light. When we look at Nicodemus, Nicodemus comes at night. He's a male. He's a Pharisee. He's a teacher. He's a leader of the Jewish people. He had all the credentials needed for God to speak to him. And like we heard last week, Nicodemus kind of left confused even though he continues to engage Jesus over and over again. And even at Jesus' death, Nicodemus is there once again, bringing spices to help bury Jesus' body. But we never get if Nicodemus ever really quite gets it. He's always kind of in that twilight between darkness and light. And now we have this story. This Samaritan woman. And oftentimes, when we think about the Samaritan woman, we tend to throw her into kind of a bad light. We think she must have been kind of a sinner because she had five husbands, and now the man she lives with is not her husband. Oftentimes, we see her there at noon because no one else wants to be seen with her. But if you look at the writer of John, John says none of that. All John tells us is she comes at noon because she comes at the brightest time of day. Well, Nicodemus came at night and left somewhat confused. She comes at the very brightest moment of the day. And she leaves to go tell others she thinks she has found. So she comes at noon. And there she encounters Jesus. And like Pastor Craig talked about last week, these themes for our Lenten journey is conversations with Jesus. Jesus begins to engage her in conversation. And her first response is, what are you doing? Don't you know who I am? I know that you are a male. I know that you are Jewish. You should not be talking to me. You're putting both of us at danger. But Jesus continues to talk. He asks her for water. 
We're told Jesus is tired and Jesus is thirsty and he longs for a glass of water and asks this woman. And they begin this conversation. We never hear if Jesus ever gets the water. All we know is the woman leaves behind her water and goes. In this conversation, this woman begins to imagine that Jesus could be the one. Could be the one they have been waiting for. The one who would give her and her people hope. Because just like the people of Israel, the people of Samaria longed for the Messiah to return. She knew God was going to do something. And she began to wonder, could Jesus be the one? And she does this by hearing Jesus begin to talk about living water. Now, what is living water? If you look in Scripture, any reference to living water is really about the Holy Spirit. That's what life-giving water is. It's the gift of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit inside of us gushes out living water. We see that in John chapter 7 when Jesus says, Those who believe in me will be given the Holy Spirit and water of life will dwell in them. We see that in the book of Revelation where living water flows from the throne of God and feeds God's kingdom. Living water and the Holy Spirit are a sign of God's presence. And Jesus is offering this woman this Holy Spirit, this life-giving water. Not water like the world gives, but water that quenches our very spirits. And this woman is so excited, she leaves behind what she came for, the water, and runs to tell others. Come and see. I never liked Brussels sprouts. <laughs> never did. I remember my mom used to cook them, and my mom... She was a pretty good baker, but she wasn't really that excited about cooking. So what she would do is she would boil any vegetable for three hours. <laughs> and if you ever boiled vegetables for three hours, you know kind of what they're like. And the smell of Brussels sprouts would fill the kitchen, and I just could not stand it. So I never ate Brussels sprouts. Never thought I would ever want to put one in my mouth. Until one day. My son calls me, and I know my son's taste buds are very similar to mine. He goes, Dad, he goes, I ate some Brussels sprouts the other day in bacon and olive oil, and they were grilled, and they were delicious. He says, you have to try these. I'm thinking, right, I have eaten Brussels sprouts. I kept that in the back of my mind. A couple months later, I went to a restaurant, and sure enough, the thing that they were most famous for was Brussels sprouts with bacon and olive oil and grilled. So I decided, I'll try for myself. I can eat a half of one, push it aside, put my napkin over it, eat the rest of the food. So I tried one. They are delicious. It was amazing. I eat my plate. I now cook Brussels sprouts with olive oil and bacon and some cheese. They're delicious. But it took me willing to try it myself before I would believe. Just having someone saying, oh, you should eat Brussels sprouts wasn't going to convince me. It was an invitation to come and see and taste for myself. When I visited with the new members, what I heard over and over again is how they talked about people invited them to come and see for themselves. Come and hear the band. Come and hear what we do. Come and experience it for yourself. I found there something that quenches my spirit. And maybe you will too. 
See, this woman is not only revealing to us life-giving water. She's telling us how we are called to witness to what Jesus is doing. To simply invite people to come and see for themselves. To come and taste for yourself. To drink living water and see if that quenches your spirit. That's really our invitation. We don't need to convince people. We invite people. Come and see for yourself. We see that the Samaritans that came out from the village, they're so excited about what the woman said that they invited Jesus to stay for two more days. But then at the end of the gospel, did you hear it? They said, we first believed because of what you said. Now we believe for ourselves because we have heard and seen we have tasted, and now we believe Jesus is the Savior of the world. See, faith is not something that can be forced on someone else. It has to be something we each experience for ourselves. Faith is this relationship God wants for us as individuals. And it's not something you can do for someone else. It's simply the invitation to come, to see, to taste. Even if you've had bad experiences before. And sometimes that's the hardest, isn't it? It's hard when you've tasted Brussels sprouts before and go, these are not good. But you have to be willing to get beyond that past experience and taste anew. And sisters and brothers in Christ, there's a lot of people who have tasted the church and did not get a good taste. Did not experience God's grace and love. Experienced something else. And they may be shy. They may be turned off by even the thought that somehow Jesus could offer them something. But all we can do is say, come and see again. Try this way of understanding God. Come and see for yourself what God has done in my life and God is doing among us. And maybe you'll hear in that something that nourishes your spirit. Maybe in that the Holy Spirit will dwell in you and you will well up with life-giving water. That's the call that we have. That's what it means to be a disciple of Jesus and to make disciples. It is to invite and encourage and allow others to experience this grace of God this love of God, this spirit of God within us. To know and taste that the Lord is good. So I invite you to think. If you'd like to think a little deeper about today's gospel, I invite you to think about this. What would you invite others to come and see about Jesus? What is it about Jesus that you would want people to come and know? The woman says, come and see this one who knows everything about me and still talk to me, still welcome me. What is it about Jesus that you would want others to know, to see for themselves? And how could you invite them to come and see for themselves that part of who God is? And maybe they too. Maybe they too will experience what you've experienced and want to see for themselves and to believe for themselves who God is for them. The Savior of the world, the Savior for them, the one that loves them. Come and see, she said. Come and experience this life-giving water. May the Holy Spirit dwell deep within you. And may God's life-giving spirit flow from you into the world where others may come and see for themselves that the Lord is good and the Savior of the world. Amen. Are you thirsty? Are you empty? 
come and drink these living waters. Tired and broken, peace unspoken, rest beside these living waters. Christ is calling, find refreshing at the cross of living water. Lay your life down, all the old come rise up in these living waters. There's a river that flows with mercy and love, bringing joy to the city of our God. There our hope is secure, do not fear anymore. Praise the Lord of living water. Spirit moving, mercy washing, healing in these living waters. Lead your children to the shoreline, life is in these living waters. There's a river that flows with mercy and love, bringing joy to the city of our God. There our hope is secure, do not fear anymore. Praise the Lord of living water. Are you thirsty? Are you empty? Come and drink these living waters. Love, forgiveness, vast and boundless, Christ, he is our living waters. There's a river that flows with mercy and love, bringing joy to the city of our God. There our hope is secure, do not fear anymore. Praise the Lord of living waters. There our hope is secure, do not fear anymore. Praise Together, let us affirm our faith. We believe in one God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. We proclaim Jesus Christ, the crucified and risen one, confessing him as Lord to the glory of God the Father. In the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, we acclaim Jesus as the Lord of the Church, the head over all things, the beginning of a new creation. We acknowledge that we live and work between the time of Christ's death and resurrection and his coming again, kingdom. We are pilgrim people, always on the way towards the promised goal. Christ feeds us with word and sacraments, and we have the gift of the Spirit in order that we may not lose the way. As members of the church, we confess the faith of Christ crucified and risen. Together with all the people of God, we will serve the world for which Christ died and await his return. Amen. We will now have the gathering of offerings. night you wandered in to that old mission the one down on the poor side of town you really had no interest in salvation just a place to lay his tired old body down He said, man, I sure am hungry, and I don't have a penny to my name, 
Lord knows I hadn't worked in a month of Sundays. Dirty, dead, broken, so ashamed. I need bread and water. Man, that's all I need. Bread and water. A place to rest my feet. Too proud to get down on my knees for bread and water's free. She said, You're always welcome at this table. She said, Brother, you look like you could use a friend. There's no need to pay if you're not able. Because even Jesus was a homeless man. She opened up the word and started reading about the Savior and the woman at the well. For me to judge this life you're leading There's only two things that can save your heavy soul It's bread and water Man, that's all you need Bread and water A place to rest your feet too proud to get down on your knees for bread and water's free. When he bowed his head, he kind of choked up. They spoke every word of our Lord's prayer. Closed his eyes and he never woke up. And he'll find bread and water waiting there. Bread and water, man, that's all you need. Bread and water, a place to rest your feet. If you ain't too proud to get down on your knees for bread and water's free. For bread and water's free. In preparation of our prayers, we hear words from Psalm 51. Create in me a pure heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me from your presence or take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and grant me a willing spirit. To sustain me. Let us pray. Almighty God, we come this day to give you our thanks, prayers, and gifts of time, talent, and treasure for your mission in the world to bring good news, help, and hope for all people. Merciful God, receive our prayer. We remember those who have recently died, including Ray Bozeman, Al Sederbach, 
Nancy Meyer, Harlan Rosbold, and Judy Andrews. Oh God, receive from them, receive them into the arms of your mercy and everlasting peace. And may the truth and promise of God's resurrection bring comfort and hope to their families and friends who grieve. Merciful God, receive our prayer. New to our prayer list is Gail White, Ray Weisgarber, and George Reek. We take time now to silently pray for those who remain on our prayer list, as well as for others in our hearts and for situations in our lives. Loving God, you, you desire for us to have a deeper relationship with you. May the relationships in our lives be an effective avenue of your love and forgiveness. Let your living water flow out from us so that our home, our neighborhoods, our interactions, and our conversations always be transformed by the renewing power of the Holy Spirit. Merciful God, receive our prayer. God of healing, in Jesus Christ, you know the spirits that cloud our minds and set us against ourselves. Comfort those who are torn by doubt cast down, or feel lost. By your power, drive from us the powers that shake confidence and shatter love. Tame unruly forces within us and bring us to your truth so that we may know peace and accept ourselves as your beloved children. Merciful God, receive our prayer. Eternal God, you promise eternal life to all your children. Thank you for the people of faith who have gone before us and continue to guide us by their example and reassure us of your promised salvation. Their hope in you sustained lives of faith and service. Encourage us with the hope they shared in you. Merciful God, receive our prayer. Let us join our voices together as we pray the prayer that Jesus has taught us. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial and deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours now and forever. Amen. Please receive the blessing for this afternoon. Brothers and sisters, God gives us a fresh start. We are sinners, but forgiven sinners embraced by a God who loves us. God always lifts our burdens, forgives our mistakes, and fills our emptiness. 
Go now and share this good news and may God's love surround you. Christ's peace dwell within you. And the Spirit's breath fill you with the freshness of new life. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And as we stand and sing the closing hymn, a reminder, Arizona does not go on daylight savings time, so don't change your clocks. Stand up. Shall we gather at the river where bright angel feet have trod with its crystal tide forever flowing by the throne of God? Yes, we'll gather at the river by the throne of God on the margin of the river washing up its silver spray we will talk and worship ever all the happy golden days yes we'll gather at the river the beautiful beautiful shining river soon our pilgrimage will cease soon our happy hearts will quiver with the melody of peace yes we'll gather at the river the beautiful beautiful Fresh start. Thanks be to God. Yes, we'll gather at the river, the beautiful, beautiful river. Gather with the saints at the river that flows by the throne of God. by the throne.